Are we live? Yeah, live. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was I'm <laughs> trying to do two things at once. I'm trying. I'm on Periscope on my phone. And a video. And a video. A video. It's, it's pretty meta. It's pretty meta. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Revolution. Thank you for tuning in. FCN Sunday edition. With me is Trezene. Hey y'all. How y'all doing out there today? Uh, hope you're ready for Prime News Sunday edition where. We typically get together just to have an informal conversation, yes. round table mm-hmm. conversation about um, <laughs> topics that we feel that we really like to talk about that we yes. think you all might even want to hear about. Yes. Yes. So I think that's you know a really good way to describe uh, the program at large. Oh, hey, yeah. So um, yeah, I. Um, I'm really interested in today because, mm-hmm. um, first of all, I, I'd like to uh, thank the intern, the non-paid employee who, <laughs> who decided to oh, uh, give me tepid water for my tea, for my, for my ginger green tea. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tepid. It does not look good. The tea has not even brewed. It's very watery. It's very watery. It's cool, though. <laughs> This is, well, I was a I was a really good intern first and foremost, so I bust my ass without pay. So I don't want to hear that. Yeah, that's how it went. I I bust y'all act real entitled, like y'all supposed to get something, you know, for for working and not working. I don't, I should stop trying to serve two masters here. Oh. I'm a what? No, I just saw how good we looked. <laughs> oh yeah, melanin popping. Yeah, I think I. I don't know. So for anybody that's on Periscope watching us, uh, t- go go to YouTube and watch us on the Fifth Column Network. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the Fifth Column Network and yes. watch us. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it here. This water is doing nothing for me, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh my. I'm gonna keep it. Okay. I'm gonna keep it here on me. I'm gonna keep it locked in, locked in on me. Yeah. Look at that. Ha. So. Um. We watched Saturday Night Live, uh, like many of you out there, Mm -hmm. and Tiffany Haddish has made history in 2017, which in itself seems a a little bit problematic Mm -hmm. by being the first African-American woman, woman, stand-up comedian Uh to host Saturday Night Live. And it's how many year of history? Uh, 43, 43, 43, 40, no, 44. 44, 45. Okay. So I think this might be his 45th season. Okay. Um, in years, you've had lots of black women. Not, I wouldn't say lots, but you have had plenty of black women to host. Yes. Never a stand-up comedian until Tiffany Haddish. Um, yeah. I don't, it's so much, it's, it's so much to talk about here. <laughs> um, tell me just what you think of, about the, the, milestone of Tiffany Haddish being the first I I was shocked Uh I was shocked because you know I read the headlines you know first black female comedian and the the first thing that popped in my head was Whoopi ain't Whoopi Goldberg hasn't hosted (laughs) SNL like if for me, when I hear black female comedian, I'm yeah. I, Whoopi is is in that list for me. And I just, even though she doesn't 
can you say that she hasn't done stand up? But but anyway, I, I was shocked that an actress like Whoopi Goldberg hey. has not hosted SNL. Well, not just an actress. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. Stand up comedian. I mean, like. You know, I don't think that people really understand Whoopi's contribution to stand-up. No, I, I don't think they do. I think they only see her as a television personality mm-hmm. and maybe as mm-hmm. a, a movie mm-hmm. actress. But right. I don't think people knew that Whoopi was burning down San Francisco yeah. in yeah. the yeah. 70s and 80s and had HBO one-woman shows yes. like Whoopi. Yes. Not a white woman. Her. By herself. By her doing one woman shows Mm -hmm. with multiple characters. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. if you all don't know Fontaine, go find Fontaine. (laughs) Why am I straight? And then you'll be like, damn, Whoopi. Like, listen, she's she's the female counterpart to Eddie Murphy. I can't dispute that. I she's she's an amazing talent, and she did. Could that? Explain why you know I read an article where her her representatives, publicists, uh-huh. said that she's never been asked to host SNL. Could when you say she's the counterpart to Eddie Murphy, could that be the reason why? Like how could someone no, like Whoopi not be even no, asked? I I definitely think so. When we talk SNL, when we talk SNL, and we talk the history of SNL. So mm-hmm. you have to understand when she was on. And what's funny is mm-hmm. Oprah was asked at the time Whoopi should have been asked. Okay. When was Oprah asked? Hold on. I have a list of black women. You have, women. A, list? You have okay. a list? So Oprah was asked in 1986 after okay. her Oscar nomination for The Color Purple. And she was gearing up for the Oprah Winfrey show. It's launch. Right? Cause the, no. No, no. She was already, she was on, already on. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Chicago, good morning, good good morning, Chicago. No, AM Chicago. That was the name of the show originally right. when I was a kid. Right. It was AM Chicago, <laughs> and then AM Chicago. They they put it on. They said, oh, let's put this uh, overweight black chick uh, from wherever she from. Let's put her on television and see what happens. And they put her on up against Donahue. Right. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute. And they had something. Mm-hmm. And so then they repackaged it. For Oprah. Uh, for Oprah and called it the Oprah Winfrey yeah. Show to syndicate it and take it national. Okay, right. So that's how that happened. Okay. So she was okay. on prior was on. to, okay. yeah, she was on prior to The Color Purple. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she was on in 1986, Oprah Winfrey was. And you're saying that Whoopi should have been on at that time. Yeah, Whoopi should, Whoopi should, let, let's be honest here, Whoopi should have been on, should have been on doing The Color Purple. She should have followed Oprah or she should have been first. Mm-hmm. She should have been on during Ghost. Okay, this conversation, we might be all over the place today, folks, but just bear with us, right? So let's talk about, let me give you a quick history of SNL. Okay, please do, please do. Okay, there there are two Saturday Night Lives. Okay. There's the Lorne Michaels um, creation, Mm -hmm. which, if you don't know, Saturday Night Live was only created thanks to Johnny Carson. No, I didn't know that. So... Johnny Carson was pissed off at NBC for playing reruns of his show on Saturday nights. Mm. Um, And he said, yo, those episodes can give me a longer summer. Y'all going to stop immediately. So because of Johnny laying down the law and Johnny was NBC. Right. 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 So they had to go out and create a, a comedy show for that time slot. And it had to be cheap. It had to be quick. So they went to Canada. They got Lauren Michaels, who was a writer mm-hmm. uh, back in the day on various programs. Mm-hmm. And then actually Dick Ebersaw was actually involved from the 
from the start. Okay. A lot of people don't know that, but Dick was, okay. you know, instrumental in okay. putting it together uh, Saturday Night Live. So, Lauren Michaels went across the country to find some of the best improv performers and comedians of the day. And he got together a bunch of people, very counterculture, to do a very counterculture show. Okay. okay. What year are we in at this moment? Uh, this is 1975. Okay. Okay. All right. This is 1975. All right. So, he gets Jim Belushi. He gets Gilda Radner out of Canada. He gets Dan Aykroyd out of Canada. He gets um, Lorraine Newman out of L.A. Um, he gets... He gets uh, Garrett Morris out of New York, who was a writer, mm -hmm. and he wanted to have uh, Garrett to come in and, and be a cast member. Mm -hmm. uh, the last slot actually is funny because Chevy Chase was hired as a writer. Oh, he wasn't hired as a performer. Okay. Okay. You know who originally had Chevy Chase's slot? Who? Bill Murray. Because Chevy lobbied for the spot, he got bumped up to a performer and pushed Murray off. He said, well, we'll come back. When we wow. get, you know, okay. and so Bill Murray always had this little resentment towards Chevy Chase, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so he had this offbeat, weird counterculture show that does not resemble what we know Saturday Night Live to be today. Okay. It was always hip, not hot. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Saturday Night Live as we know it is all about hot. Who's hot? Uh, who's the most relevant? Okay person that we can put on as the host. It used to be, hey, who's the coolest person? Who's the hippest person? You might not know them, okay. but when they get done, you're going to know them. Okay. And they're going to be the hippest person you're going to okay. have on this stage. Okay. Uh, Studio 8H. So <laughs> now it's all about who has the hottest film coming out, who has a product launch, who okay. has... It's, it's really one big advertisement for, yes. for people. Yes. And so for Tiffany to come off of a white hot film... Right. That she did. And it was, you know, it was something like, oh, SNL took notice mm -hmm. and they want her on here. She's mm -hmm. been burning it down for years. Everyone, I, I actually lobbied on mm -hmm. social media for Tiffany Haddish to be cast when they were looking for a black uh, comedic performer originally. Oh, okay. When they got the, I can never remember that young lady's name. What's uh, her name? It's not Sashir Samir. Sa yeah. The one who was on, but didn't S do anything. Sizzle Bacon Fry. Like, uh... <laughs> I don't know what her name is. Don't don't come for me. So I was like, y'all need to give it to Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So now here we have the Saturday Night Live that Dick Ebersol took control of because Lauren Michael left in uh, 79. And Dick Ebersol actually was his third producer. They actually gave a female. They gave a woman. Stop it. They gave a woman. <laughs> Uh, the reins mm -hmm. to control Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. 1980. Okay. Uh, Gene Demanu, Dem Gene Demanu, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Gene's biggest claim to fame, she had a horrible year, and it wasn't her fault. It was just everybody was used to the old cast. It was like, who are these? But she had great people. Mm -hmm. She had Charlie Rocket. She had Gilbert Gottfried. She mm -hmm. had uh, the one um, little blonde curly hair. Like, uh, everyone from that cast, you go, oh, I know all their faces. Okay. Right? Okay. And then she happened to cast two people, uh, then Joe Piscopo and a very young Eddie Murphy. <laughs> so that's probably the greatest thing that she did because she was all cast. Okay. She had her entire cast locked down. Okay. And she kept getting calls from this young kid talking about, can I audition? Please let me audition. Please let okay. me audition. Okay. And she's like, fine. She brought him in. Okay. He auditioned. She's like, find some money for this kid. Get, we want him on the show. And that person was Eddie Murphy. Okay. There's an urban legend that actually Robert Townsend had that slot, but I've never had that confirmed. Okay. I've never had okay. that 
Okay. Confirm. Okay. And I need to talk to Robert. Robert, <laughs> let, confirm that for Robert. me if you had that slot. So uh, she got fired after a year. Terrible. Dick Ebersol came in to, mm-hmm. to course correct it. Okay. All the right. only thing, the brilliance that he did was he kept Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy. And from that, Dick Ebersol then formatted what people don't know also is Dick Ebersol was a sports guy. He was a sports wonder kid mm-hmm. in production for mm-hmm. NBC. Mm-hmm. So he came in and he did naturally what, what he did. He formatted the show. If you pay attention to Saturday Night Live, there are four quarters and a half. Mm-hmm. Like a game. It's, it's like a sports like game. A- the halftime being weekend update. And then the next two quarters preceding that, and then the first two quarters are in front of that. So he made it. He just was like, ah, I know sports, so he cut it up like that. So that's the format that you know today. When Lauren Michaels came back in 1986, he took that over. He didn't change it back to the nonsensical show that he used to have. It barely resembles this, right? So, and in doing so, we didn't have a black woman comedian for some time on the cast itself on the cast itself uh, i think that the most prominent one that we had um we had a young lady out of chicago she's actually from the s- south suburbs i think she was from markham i think okay. she was either from harvey or markham uh i can never recall her name but she was heralded as the black um um what's her name that i just mentioned uh, from canada uh uh you said rat Gilda Radner. Radner okay. She was heralded as going to be the black Gilda okay. Radner. And they put, you know, a lot of emphasis mm-hmm. in her. Uh, and that, you know, that group didn't pan out so well. The next one that we got was Ellen Cleghorn, who Ellen doesn't get enough shine and attention as she should. No, Ellen she was remarkable. Mm-hmm. A remarkable talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of characters, lots of charisma, beautiful black woman. Doesn't get the do that she, you know, that let's say, for instance, Amaya Rudolph, who is a marginal talent at best to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that span, we have literally had like actual black women. Mm-hmm. We've had four black women cast members. Four. That's it. That's it. Four. Four. Holy moly. Well, and to be fair, though, we've only had one fat white woman. So <laughs> that's. <laughs> Send all of your hate mail and terrible comments to the revolution. Please. <laughs> at me. Mm, 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 mm. Come to me with your fat white tears. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, mm, mm, mm. Oh my God. Eat them like PB and J's. So this is the Saturday Night Live that we know. Okay. Okay. All right. And they've not been really gracious in having a lot of black women come out and host. No, they have not. I looked it up. I have a list. Okay. If people Let's, would like to hear this yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure people want to hear this list. The very first person was uh-huh. Cicely Tyson in 1979. Okay. That was its fourth season of SNL. Okay. Uh, number two was Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in 1986. We did mm-hmm. not see another black female host until 2003 with Queen Latifah. Okay. Number four was Holly. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. So Oprah Winfrey was in 1986. And we didn't see, we didn't another, see another black female host until 2003 with Queen Latifah. From 86? From 86 to 2003. You did not get another... Did not. Woman of color host... Till 2003. Queen Latifah. She you're talking about... You're talking 17 years. That would be correct. 
Whoa. She, yeah, she ended that drought for, for sure. Not Felicia Rashad. Not do you know? Felicia. Do you know how many black women you could have? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not Jasmine Guy. No. Wait a minute. She's no. on the same network. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. That Jasmine Guy was on the number two show mm-hmm. behind the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a different world, and you're telling me Jasmine Guy never got a call to host that? Did they get a load of Whitley Gilbert? I, they- I don't know, but she would have been great. Whitley would have, I think Whitley would have been great. She, Felicia Rashad, Jasmine Guy, okay, who, who, whom else are it's, we missing from that time? Whoopi Goldberg, right, obviously. Right, said Whoopi. That's three. Who else? Anybody, do, does anyone have any comments? I Check, because I need to see if somebody's got let's some comments got. out there. Like, who was hot in the, in the 80s and 90s? Like, you could have, I mean, can we be honest? What? You could have had Raven Simone. Oh, that's true. Because I was wondering if, if children could be included oh, in that. absolutely. You know, because I thought had... about the entire cast of, <laughs> of the Bill Cosby show. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin hosted. Say that. Macaulay Culkin hosted. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yes, people are saying uh, Lisa Bonet, like all these Lisa people. Lisa Bonet, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's saying it? Uh, Janelle. I can't pronounce her name, Janelle, but hey, girl, how you doing? Uh, she said Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, after she did... Um, um, the Serpent in the Rainbow. No, what, Wait, what? was it? The Serpent in the Rainbow when she showed her uh, titties to Robert De Niro. I've never seen that. you never seen that? The no, Serpent in the Rainbow? No. Yeah, that's a dark movie. Ooh, that's dark. Lisa Bonet, that's a good choice. But that whole that whole group of there people. Was, yeah. There's many characters, a few characters on uh, Different World who, who might have. Wow. Yeah, so that's that never were invited to Studio AH. Nope. Okay, so who? What, what else? So you got? after Queen Latifah, number uh-huh. four, Holly Berry, uh-huh. two thousand and three. So same year. Uh-huh. Uh, number five, Janet Jackson, two thousand four. That was shortly after her wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, number six, Rosario Dawson, uh, after her appearance in Seven Pounds. That was two thousand nine. Right. Uh, number seven is Gabby Sidibe. Is that yeah, right? yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sure. 2012, after her role in Precious. Okay, stop right there. Stop real right quick. there, please. Stop, yes. stop we... right there. Yes. Let's. Yes. Stop right there. Why, Why did Lauren Michaels and company mm-hmm. hop over Monique? Monique, who who won, what? who got the Oscar, and who's a tried and true <laughs> yes. comedian? Yes. Why did she get skipped over? Why did Monique get skipped over? And this is before her calling out everybody in well Hollywood. Before. So it was before. And you can't t- listen. Madonna has hosted how many times, and she's problematic. She listen. Madonna mm-hmm. is a known bitch. <laughs> no, no. Let's. Hey, hey. Uh, what's the what's the other fact? Hey, everybody. Roseanne, Roseanne. Barr. She is a known bitch. A known bitch. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm telling mm-hmm. you? So whatever Monique's. Yeah. Talk of the town why is, Mon- why yeah. did Monique get skipped. skipped over for the very congenial yes. Gabby, um... Sidibe? Sidibe? I don't know nobody's name. Uh, yeah, I can't. If you don't have a slave name, I'm not here for you. <laughs> if you ain't coming to me with a Johnson, with a, and it better be angelicized, it better be John, it better be Reginald, it better be... It better be Williams. Give me all the slave That's funny. names. That's I don't funny. respect you if you don't have a good <laughs> Christian, Anglo-Saxon, conquered name. Is that how I got this job? My last name? Atkins? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm, absolutely. Right. Good to know. Okay, so Monique 
Okay, yeah, Monique so, got yeah. skipped over. Okay. Monique got wow. skipped over. Number wow. eight was Maya Rudolph in 2012. She hosted. She hosted. Number yeah, nine awesome. is Kerry Washington, 2013. She had a great, listen, she was, Kerry Washington burned the house down. Yes, she did. Kerry Washington. She killed it. Kerry Washington burned the house she down. killed it. And left the dog inside. You hear what I'm telling you? <laughs> she burned it all down. She killed it. Number 10 uh-huh. is Taraji P. Henson, 2015. Okay. I don't think I even saw that one. Was it good? I don't was remember it, that it, one. Was Ebony, Reggie, yeah. Yeah, what do you... It was really good. Was it really good? Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who did I just say? I said... Taraji. Taraji. Right? Oh, uh-huh. number 11, Octavia Spencer. That was Octavia. this year. And she's another comedic actress like she mm-hmm. she really cut her teeth mm-hmm. doing a lot of comedic performances mm-hmm. um and that was the last one that before was the last one before tiffany before tiffany and that was for which film was that for both um, of them had to be for uh, astronaut negresses uh, to the moon what's the name of that movie they hidden figures i like my title better <laughs> astronaut negresses <laughs> to the moon no, helps Whitey to the moon, not they went to the moon. Ah, <laughs> helps that's a, Whitey yeah, that's helps, helps. Astronaut negresses help Whitey <laughs> to the moon, moon, moon. Yeah, that's yeah. a much better title. I like that title. Okay, I'm gonna, great. So Angela Bassett never hosts? Whoa, whoa. Good point, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett never, like after, wait a minute, after what's love got to do with it, you <laughs> never got Angie, baby? <laughs> like, you never got Angie, baby? And I think she would have She would have burned it down. <laughs> Angela would have burnt. Listen, you seen when she burnt that car up? And, <laughs> right. And snap. she'd have been like, and that's another <laughs> show that I didn't kill. Don't you play with Miss Bassett, honey. She would have killed it. She would have killed it. Wow. She would have killed okay. it. Okay. So we've, okay. 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 Yeah. And then here yes. comes along Tiffany Haddish, the first stand-up female comedian. Okay. So let me ask you this. Yes. Um, you, you've told me once that you are into stand-up comedy. Yes. Right? You're yes. really into stand-up yes. comedy. So just, just sitting here listening to this, uh, whom would you have chosen? And anyone else out there, tell us yes, whom you would have chosen. Oh, Tashina Arnold. Never hosted. Oh my Who God, said Tashina, that? my celebrity twin. Yes. <laughs> Tanisha TK. Oh my God. Picks, oh my God. Yes, Tashina yeah. Arnold. Yeah, Tashina Arnold. That's a great. That's a great one. Tanisha on Facebook. Shout out. That's a. That's a great one. You gotta take in mind, she did Martin and yeah. she did everybody hates. Yeah. And, oh. and but and and what's her name? Like, why wouldn't you Ooh. even get her? Oh, Gina. Tisha Campbell. Yeah, Tisha would have been great too. Why wouldn't? Yeah, 1986, 2003, and there are so many black women who would have been Whoa. amazing on Whoa. SNL. Oh, okay, okay. So we, so tell me, okay, we talked about the actresses. Okay, okay. okay but, but com- who, comedians. Comedians. Two people popped in my mind other than Woody, I'm um, Woody, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Wanda Sykes. Yes. Wanda Sykes. Yes. And Tracy Ellis Ross. I know she's not a comedian. Yes, she is. It, it, but she's, but she's, a com- she's, she's, a, she's a comedic actress she's a i consider her a comedian here's the thing though right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lucille ball was considered a comedian yes even though she do you understand she yes. didn't do stand-up yes okay so let's not let's okay. not split hairs here yeah I was, so wanda tracy ellis ross again wanda sykes <laughs> wanda sykes was not asked to host 
<laughs> Saturday Night Live. Like, what? What? She killed. And then, and then I think, listen, listen. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Your one pick, Tracy Ellis. I have watched Tracy Ellis do just stuff over the years. The woman is a virtuoso. Yes. She is a yes. comedic force yes. of yes. nature. Yes, she is. I don't think that, I still don't think, it's, it's going to be a travesty if someone doesn't tap into that because I still don't think that the actual director mm-hmm. that someone has written that perfect yes. vehicle for her, yes. I don't think Blackish is that it, perfect it is vehicle not. for her. I feel she's very restricted and I feel she's, in that show. Yeah, she's playing the, I'm the mixed black mom who's mm-hmm. weird yes. and and she's actually so much more than that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, Tracy, Janelle, Janelle said Don Lewis. Yeah, I mean, like, but I think Tresene said it. Like everybody, you yep. could you. There's yep. so many people that you can name there. Yep. There's so many people that you can name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Wanda Sykes, that's huge. Okay, mm-hmm. Tracy Ellis. Okay. So, again, let me go back to mm-hmm. uh, the politics. The, the geopolitical aspect of Saturday Night Live. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, what's funny is, is people always talk about the casting process and getting the people right, but we never really talk about the host. Right. Right? Right. So let's talk about that, um, selecting the host. And again, back in the day, it was all about who's hip. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, this person's hip, man. Like they, they're cutting edge, mm-hmm. they're counterculture. Let's put them on the show, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Like you had Candace Bergen host, like it, because it was mm-hmm. hip to get candy on that man. Like, you know, she, ah, it was dope, you know. So you look at now, it's whoever got the hot movie coming out. Mm-hmm. It's whoever is most relevant. I'm, I'm shocked. Snooky from did she uh, ever host it? One of them. Had, I, I don't. No, nah, please tell me Snooki didn't. No. If Snooki hosted, someone out there, yeah, look Reggie, that up. somebody look that up real quick. Because if Snooki hosted, man, we're going to have some problems. We're going to have some real problems if Snooki hosted. <laughs> some real problems. We gonna, if anybody from that goddamn shore <laughs> anybody. knocked on Studio 8H's door, we're going to have, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm finna, I will sissy windmill be like, oh no, Lauren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see this RuPaul that's RuPaul you never had RuPaul did he ever have RuPaul on there I don't know somebody look that up please please gotta, please, please please like we said our uh, interns don't so, be showing up to work oh so my god somebody interns out there never they never work. show up to work so if somebody could just look that up and see if RuPaul is hosted SNL that would be great so Moynihan. Moynihan. Okay. Yeah, Bobby Moynihan did a character. Yeah. She did. Okay. So <laughs> that's just typically how it goes. It's who's hot. Okay. And so um, they wanted to go with who's hot. Tiffany is white hot. She's a stand up comedian. It's it's pretty safe. I mean, it's, you know, as a, as a home run goes mm-hmm. as far as getting ratings because that's what yeah, it is now. Yeah. It's about getting ratings. It's just like, oh, she was in a $100 million movie. Put her in this. Like, yes. oh, she's going to yes. be in a yes. hundred million. He's going to be in a blockbuster film. Put him on the show. Everybody's going to go see this film. Every, it, that's the politics of getting on the show now. Okay. All it's right. like, when was the last time you seen somebody like, what? Who, right, They're who? hosting? Yeah, like, who is that? Don't who? I don't. Yeah. Right? Right. 
So it's all about ratings. It's a, it's a mad dash mm-hmm. for ratings now. Mm-hmm. And they really want ratings now. So they want who's ever hot. I'm, listen, Cardi B is going to host. Oh, my God. <laughs> listen, I cannot. Cardi B will host. burning TV to see that on. I can't do her. Yeah, spoof but never host it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Reg. Yeah, can't do that. Can yeah. You? So, huh. Can't do that. Huh. No, Jada. No, yeah, no Jada host. No Jada. No Jada. So, so we've talked about that. Now let's let's get to what I feel is we talked about, ladies and gentlemen, that was the peas and the carrots. <laughs> we've warmed you up. We yes. gave you the appetite yes. of this here uh, meal. Uh-huh. And let's let's bring to the table now this prime rib uh, at room temperature. It's blue for me. I I want mine blue. I, and let's talk about the opening monologue and move on from there. Yes, please. Can, let, why don't we talk about the good moments? Good moments in her in her monologue. Okay, let's, let's talk let's about talk the good there. moments. Yeah. Okay, uh, she came out. It was very funny. She had the dress on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good moment for me, she didn't have on a body shaper. Oh, my God. You know that so was my worst moment. I got to see the, the pudge. And her pudge looks so creamy. Oh my God, that pudge looks so delicious. I was just like, mm, mm, again, yeah, you can see the jelly. nips. You can see oh, the you pudge. can see everything. She's so you good. You can see everything. Oh, like, you got so- on a $4,000 dress but can't put on no $20 Spanx, boo. Like, come on, boo. She should have had that Spanx all the it way had up to here. Be- Smooth it out, but it was it was good to me. It that was, was good to him. Yeah, that was good. You to know, me. I'm a huge advocate of shapewear. I was so. I don't know this, but <laughs> I know this. It's on my Twitter profile. I'm okay. a huge I advocate of shapewear. Okay, so that was good. Um, her hair looked nice. Her yes. skin was popping. Yes, it was. She looked beautiful. She looked amazing. She I did looked... like the homage to coming to America with the ponytail thing. Ah, here. I missed did that. Did you catch that? No. So she and then yes. the, she's yes. your queen. Yes. Hop on one leg. Okay. They actually did a spoof, a little spoof of that during the weekend update. She came in and uh, had an actor come in before to sing "She's Your Queen," and then she came in going, "Ooh, ooh, ooh." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stop. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that. Okay. So the opening monologue. I. Okay. What else do you have? Good. Um. I I like that she. Uh, talked about her being a foster kid and, yes. and how she acknowledged her social worker. Oh she, my God. Yeah, that was amazing. And then how she talked about wanting to watch SNL and couldn't get her black and brown friends to watch it with her over in Living Color. Which isn't true. <laughs> I mean, that was a good joke because they came on a different days. <laughs> I'm like, what? You, didn't, you never had to yeah, choose she's between like, She's like, y'all don't think Dana Carvey's funny? And I, I thought that was funny. No, that was, like, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the social worker... And, and thanking everybody who paid taxes. Yes. So, like, listen, you can't get more humble than that. You right. can't. Not you at can't all. have Not anything at all. more humble than that. That Not was an all. amazing uh, sentiment and vulnerability to to share yes, on was. live television. Yes. yes. I you thought know? it was very genuine, and she yeah. made that. I think. Can I be honest with you? I think that was mm, probably the best part. Then the other one was the joke that she made about men. Um, the thing thing the thing thing joke yeah like yeah. that was funny that was funny it was funny and mm-hmm. i would have i would have done it differently i would have written it a little bit differently okay i had a little a, a better build up to it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then a, a, a payout mm-hmm. you know but and so go ahead can we go into what you disliked or yes can we go into so can i start with what i disliked yes, right please. there go I right like ahead go right ahead 
from a from a performer, from a stand up comedian, from a writer's perspective, she was rushing. She was flying. She. I don't know if it was nervousness, but she didn't look nervous. She didn't look nervous. She didn't look nervous, but the, her pacing of her jokes was... It was a few. It was breakneck without any reason for that. Uh, for her to be in a game this long, it was really problematic for me that she didn't use the rule of threes. When she did the one joke about the dress, she was at five. Like, it was... Yeah, she, she did do that very, very long. It was... It, it, it became horrible. Like, it was... It was it was horrible. Like if she did, you know, no writing, do the joke right. She mm-hmm. didn't do the joke right. Mm-hmm. Um, then the intro, I listen, I think that the, the beginning and the ending sums up for me. Yes. Everything. Yes. How she came out the ass. Ah, she keep I don't know that. what that's called, but uh, whipping I, the nene. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm a Z, I'm a definitely a Xenia, but I don't know. Ah, yeah, that that every five seconds. I don't know. I, what when that she is. came out with that, I was not happy. And then when she ended it with that attempt at a praise dance and was no, shucking she, and jiving. She didn't attempt at a praise I, dance. She went straight into shucking and jiving. I was heated. She went she cut a jig. She jigged. She jigged. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was, hot. I was mortified when I saw that. I mean, she literally got out there and started shucking and yes, jiving. She did. Yes, she did. And I was mad. I was upset. To a pseudo neo Negro spiritual backbeat. Yes. I was like. Backbeat. <laughs> For someone who grew up in church, like, that's not even a cute little shucking job to Negro spiritual church bumping music. Like, what is this? Like, what is this? I, you know, you know what's surprising me is, is how quiet everyone was on Twitter, quiet. on social media. People was like, tell me what you saw. Tell yeah. me what you They're saw like, on social media. They're like, what do media. you think? And then they, they get that little emoji with the little uh-huh. thing going, hmm. Yeah, because it was questionable. It was question. It was it was so questionable. Like, what are you doing, Tiffany? Nobody talked to you before you came on this show. Okay. We've been talking. Hold on, talk to me. Okay, keep going. We've been ta- we've been talking all week or whenever, however long this has been announced, of just how historic your appearance on this show is, and no one talked to you about being on this show, like. Who did anybody? Did you run through your jokes with anybody? Did you run through this with anyone? I remember when who was asked to perform at the was it the Tonys? Who was it? Uh, Hustle and Flow. They were going, someone asked them to sing Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard uh-huh. and how some black people pulled him aside like Nah, bruh, you're not gonna do that on the show. No one's ever been asked to do that. You're not gonna do any shucking and jiving and cooning or anything on this show. You, we're not gonna do that. Mm. And. When she did this, I was just like, nobody pulled okay. your coattails okay. on this. Hold, hold that thought. <laughs> hold that thought because we're, we're going into something else. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, stay tuned. We'll be back to discuss more yes, we of will. Uh, the coonery and what Tiffany did on SNL. This is FCN Sunday edition. Stay tuned. Your chocolate skin, your chocolate skin.
just drinking my um, <laughs> urine sample over here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it looks like a urine sample, and it, it it's it's about as warm as one. Not that I don't know what I'm gonna just stop right now. I'm gonna just stop mm. because there is no way for me to come out of this. Nope. Okay? <laughs> Dignity is gone. It does not remain. So I'm gonna stop right there. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for staying with us. If yes. you are, if you haven't, welcome to FCN's Prime News Sunday Edition, the conversational roundtable um, show yes. that we have here on the network. I am the Revolution with Tresnay. Yeah. So, what we were talking about is Miss Tiffany Haddish on Saturday Night Live, and where we left off is, did anyone pull you aside? So, mm-hmm. um. Let's let's go. Let's pick up there because I think that we haven't finished mining that. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So go ahead. Um. So you know, a- after I saw that, uh-huh. I was, I-, I wanted her to be more polished. Yeah. Less loud. Okay. And more aware of the line of crossing into coonery. Okay. I, I was I was very let down. I was I was okay. very bothered and let down. Is this just the monologue or the entire show? Um, this was right after the monologue, and then once I started watching the sketches, and that Nene came back out in that uh, what's that fighting game? Okay, hold on. So oh. <laughs> I, I want to get into that. So okay, we'll, we'll we'll move into that. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll move into that. So, but go ahead. But so right after that, and and I had those thoughts. I'm like, oh, am I engaging in? quote respectability politics okay. you know by wanting to police how she is presenting herself in this historic moment in yeah. front of white people because this is mainstream white people there were plenty of yes. white people on twitter who goes i don't i never even heard of this woman and i was like wait really like she killed in girl's trip and even that i have to qualify because i watched it a second time and was like this is overkill. Good Lord. I was just really giddy and watching Girls Trip with my friends. And the second yeah. go around, I went, ooh, Tiffany, this is a, ooh, this is too much. But even with that, yeah. a lot of white people have never heard of her. And you had this huge stage. And I'm like, you have a moment. This you, is a huge moment. This is, hey, this could be, this could, you, uh, <laughs> it uh, was huge. It was huge. And uh, huge. this is, oh my God. Yeah. We have a question. It uh-huh. says, Okay, are we ta- right. if we're talking about the monologue, they usually come on with a prepared monologue uh, of themselves. Now, if you're an actress, an actor, and you're not a stand-up, then SNL writes your monologue. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, they write your okay. monologue. Okay. Um, they sit down with them. Usually this happens on Tuesdays. This happens on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesdays, and then sometimes Wednesdays, and then um, Wednesdays, Thursdays is... They're pitching okay. skits. Okay. Everyone, all the Classic. cast and huh. writers are pitching skits. But that's a whole other thing. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't want to get into <laughs> Rainbow knows everything about SNL. I don't want to do that. So, but yes, uh, stand-ups usually write their own. Uh, actors and actresses and musicians typically don't. Okay. So, the respectability politics. Let's, mm-hmm. let's really dive there. Into let's there. talk about what does that mean? For us and someone like a Tiffany where that she's very polarizing. Yes. With her persona. Yes. So 
Do you believe that respectability politics is actual, that it's real? Yeah, I think respectability politics is a real thing. Okay. I don't think I would have called it that, uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago, because I learned that from black Twitter. Very uh-huh. smart, intellectual black Twitter. Your, your Twitter. <laughs> yes, my Twitter. All That's right. your Twitter. Uh, you know, I don't think I would have called it that, because I think, at least I thought before learning about it on Twitter, that right. everybody it engages in it and is it's pushed upon them. Yes. Right? This is how you're supposed to act. Yes. Around these groups. So this is how you're supposed to act in these arenas, in these forums. This is how you're supposed to act. I don't care what you feel or what. This yeah. is how you are supposed to act, be, you know, whatever. That, yes. That, that is what I, I think everyone ha- has that. I, I looked up respectability politics on Wikipedia because we all know that is the, the best source to know anything. Absolutely. And I, here's the definition, and I kind of was turned off by it, but it says attempts by marginalized groups to police their own members and show their social values as being continuous and compatible with mainstream values, rather than challenging the mainstream uh, for what they see as its failure to accept differences. No, I disagree with that. I, I, I do disagree too. with that. I do. Because let me, let's let's be clear here. Like you know me when it comes to this show. Yes. Whenever I can get into some real open, honest discussion, like I'm going to go for it. Okay. So let's stop with the euphemisms. Let's stop with the colloquialisms. Mm-hmm. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. White folks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's be very clear when we talk about this. White people engage in it as well. Yes. Yes. Like, you are not going to go out there, mister. Let me tell you this. If you think you're going to take your pink ass out in those streets and act a fool on me, I'm actually doing a black mom <laughs> as, a, as a white lady. You got another thing coming. You hear me, Tiger? Huh? I'm not Tiger. Tiger? <laughs> I... I think you said but He said buddy. Buddy. I, but I want a tiger. Don't listen, man. Don't don't you ever. You're not allowed to write his jokes. Don't don't you ever write my jokes. Don't you correct <laughs> my jokes. You let me joke how I want to joke. I don't need no policing in my comedy. <laughs> that, oh, that is not why you getting. HR uh, <laughs> Wilson. Okay. But everyone, Indians. Yes. The Asians, the Chinese, the Japanese, the mm-hmm. the Mexicans, the Cubans, the Dominicans, the yeah. everybody has that straighten up when you're out there. Like yeah. we when you know, it's it's the common area. Yeah. We all have yes. to like it's the common yes. area. Act you accordingly. Act accordingly in the common area. When we break off and go to, to our own space. And yeah. have you want to. What your parents say when you go out there, you you do that. When you come home, I don't care what you do at home. That's your space. If you want to rock out with your cock out at home, <laughs> hey, homie, do it. But you trying to run up on somebody in the hotel room, nah, homie. <laughs> That's a negative. That's a negative. What she say about thing thing? She if said, her clothes are all on and your thing thing is out, uh, you wrong. You wrong. You wrong. You wrong. <laughs> If her clothes are on and you thinking about pulling your thing thing out, you wrong. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's so bad. <laughs> but like, why do we have to act like that respectability politi- politics are wholly ours and we're the only ones that have to behave? That's not true. That's right. right. It's not true. You have to go to the workplace. I, I used to get into it with a, uh, a girlfriend of mine. Mm-hmm. 
and she used to behave a certain way with me, and I'd say, hey, let me ask you a question. Would you, the way that you're talking to me right now, would you talk to your employer that way? Mm-hmm. She said, no. I said, why not? Because I get fired. I said, ah. Mm-hmm. So what in the blue oyster coat do you think I would do <laughs> to your little pygmy? <laughs> what? what do you think? I w- I'm going to fire your ass. Like, what? Like, think, and that's respectability. Like, mm-hmm. th- it's mm-hmm. there is politics. It's like me and my friends, hey, me and my friends get around each other and the conversation gets heated, somebody's going to get called a bitch. I mean, shut up, bitch. You bitch-ass nigga. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. If we're talking about women, somebody is going to reference them mm-hmm. as a derogatory term. Right. Let's not split hairs right. it's here. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. In your space. I, in my space mm-hmm. with cer- certain people, not everybody. Mm-hmm. So do you not believe that when white people in their space, in their space, that they're using the N-word and they're mm-hmm. saying this, but they know when they come out. Into the shared space. This the shared space. Chill out. And I think that's what most of us are saying when we want. Like, hey, 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 this is all the shared space. Everybody chill out. Yes, everybody chill and out. And I think that's what we need to talk about more. Mm-hmm. Because let's get out of certain, you know, intellectual conversations like respectability politics. No, it's once you move into this space, it's a shared space. Let's all behave in a manner that we all can benefit from. Right. right. And we're not offended and we're not, mm-hmm. hey, you go off into your space, do what you want to do. Do what you okay. want to do, pimping. I ain't got a problem with it. So, I don't know. So, did you have any other thoughts on that? Um, you know, I, I, I said it before that Nene bothered me. Um, okay. But it, it really made me start going through everything that I've seen of Tiffany Haddish. Unlike okay. you, I didn't know of her until Girls Trip. Okay. And so I started processing how was she acting in Girls Trip. Yeah. And then even reflecting on her appearance on Netflix's uh, special for the 25th anniversary of Def Jam. Yeah. And how she came out to do a presentation. And that Nene was there. And, you know, just loud and, you know, and, yeah. and I remember watching it, uh, watching it and someone saying, hey, she's about to become a caricature. Yes. Yes. So with those two and then she's hosting SNL. Yes. And yes. it's even more solidified. Yes. The nene in the monologue, the nene in the loud, <laughs> and that tongue out, even as the, what was it, Boo Boo Jenkins? What was okay. the, okay. <laughs> what was it called? What yeah, was the stupid yeah. character? Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was, <laughs> I, I think it was Boo Boo Jenkins. Was it? I think what? it was. Somebody confirmed what that stupid name was. <laughs> okay. So let, can I, I want to go there. Okay, please. So let's, so the opening monologue we, we talked about the open mm-hmm. monologue right mm-hmm. so let's I want to talk about this is something that was that was brought up a lot on Twitter okay was everyone was blaming the writers yes yes everybody yes. was blaming the writers and I yes. want to talk about that okay, please. because you went and this this has a direct line to bringing someone with her did someone pull her aside did someone talk to her okay mm-hmm. so the first sketch the opening sketch, she's in it, and they're at a gaming convention. Yes. Or a, a gaming tournament, and they have a Mortal Kombat-styled yes. game, fighting yes. game tournament. Yes. Where she plays a character. I know for a fact it was Boo Boo. Yes. Right? Yeah. Boo Boo Jenkins or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, if we don't understand the racial 
undertones to boo-boo. Yeah, because I was like, why did we use the word boo-boo? I don't... Boo-boo is a... Listen. I'm listening. Uh You have to understand what the racial connotation is to boo-boo. First of all, do you know the phrase boo-boo the fool? Yes. Yeah, it was a black man. It was a black character, black face, boo-boo the fool. Yes. Did not know that. Yes. And so you you come out and you're playing a street-wise... Tiffany Haddish in a hat mm-hmm. in a fighting game. Now, first of all, this is problematic for me that Mortal Kombat is old as hell. Right. Like, I and was like, why is, are we doing this Mortal, is a Mortal Kombat? Joke? <laughs> in 2017, like, I started right there. I was like, wait a minute. It's 2017, man. I thought I missed something. Do you all understand the popular culture zeitgeist right now? You, <laughs> you bang out to Mortal Kombat, fam? Right. Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they just issued a new Nah, ain't no issue I didn't know. <laughs> ain't no re-release. Ain't no 25th oh, anniversary shit. of nothing. Yikes. Mortal Kombat. It wasn't even... The premise was ass booty butt. Yes. Yes. Booty butt. And then you have her in there. And then the thing that struck me is when she got struck. The white male character punched her in the face. Now, you can all say we're reaching. And I'm looking, I was just like, well, huh. You do a sketch where she's named Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. And it's an old fighting game. And then this white man punches her in the face. I was like, Ugh. it was rough for me. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. found that to be very offensive. Mm-hmm. I was very offensive. Mm-hmm. Very offended when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Very. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I, I think I was stuck at what is the point of this like I just sketch it was I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it at all. I, I just couldn't believe that the first character she's playing is still playing the caricature of Tiffany Haddish. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, the character. Like, give us something else. Like, this is your opportunity nah. to give us something else, and you're still naying and you're eh, and yeah. Okay. I, I just, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to the next one. The Lion King sketch, right? Oh. She was another stereotype. She was Cardi B. She was Cardi B. Which I knew was coming. I don't know why I knew it was coming. It was coming. But and I'm like, oh my goodness. It was coming. Yeah. And very short, very brief. And again, mm-hmm. it was just a, a character of herself mm-hmm. again. Yes, it was. The offset was not funny. No. Uh, and then here's one that I, I was really shocked by. Mm-hmm. When they did the Dems Are Back yes. skit. And she right? wasn't in it. And she wasn't in it. And I said, Tiffany couldn't have played Maxine? Auntie Maxine? Mm, that would have been... Do you know how funny that would have that been, been to have Tiffany Haddish play Maxine? waters yes. and to be talking about reclaiming my time yes that and, i didn't even and think get that. like a big wig get like have and, most of her head yes. be a wig and like <laughs> yes. you know like they find this like and just you know lampoon it like I that would have been great it would have been a ama- and missed opportunity yes. so yes, yes, here's yes. the thing that i want to mention uh-huh was dave chappelle's first saturday Night live amazing yes or no Ooh, I don't think only. I think I've only seen him do the one, the most recent. Yes, that's the only yeah, one. That's the only one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was great. I right? thought it was great. Okay, you think Dave Chappelle came in there by himself? Oh no. Okay. No, 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 no. No, he did not. Uh, when Richard Pryor came on there, you think Richard Pryor came? No. Okay. Most of the 
smart people, they bring writers with them. Oh, that explains so much. They bring, she took whatever they gave her. She was just so excited to get the call. She took whatever. She, she probably didn't have much of her own. She mm-hmm. didn't fight for certain things and didn't have a right to go, oh, that's a good spot for, hey, can, can she play Maxine Waters right there? Can uh, she? Okay. Can she, you know, probably the most famous sketch in Saturday Night Live history with Chevy Chase and, and, uh, and Richard Pryor. Pryor sitting across from each other mm-hmm. doing the Word Association, doing the mm-hmm. hiring. Mm-hmm. Guess who wrote that? Who wrote it? Was it Paul? It most it was certainly Paul was Paul Mooney. <laughs> Sir Paul wrote that. Okay. Richard brought no, no, Paul for them. Paul got some sketches for me. Yeah, see? Yeah. And guess what? What? That's how the Richard Pryor show happened. Hmm. By NBC. Mm. Dang, Richard came on there and did that. And wait, he had Paul Mooney and, huh, let's get him a show. Let's mm. get him a sketch comedy special mm. and see what happened. See, y'all got, listen, she screwed herself. So that explains, like, it even goes to the comment that I made. Like, nobody read what you was going to do. You didn't know. They couldn't have. You did not bring people no. with you. You, did, no. you didn't understand how this works. You, you, you don't understand you, how you this didn't. works. Good and, Lord and, have mercy. You know, yeah. so... Uh, yikes. That yikes. was that. So yikes. okay, yikes. okay. Yikes. Um, huh. Yikes. So let's let's talk about this. That we're talking about her moving into character, mm-hmm. and then we want to wrap this up yeah. and move on. Okay. Um, do you think that this character of her? Do you think that she's going to have career longevity? Yeah or nay? No. 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 Why not? If she, if people, I don't want to generalize. It will become stale. Don't, don't you think it, it will become stale? I, I know for me, I, I cannot watch another thing with her in it doing this caricature. I, I, I don't think I can. And I think I base that off of just how I felt watching her mm-hmm. in the Def Jam and mm-hmm. watching her in SNL. Yeah. But mostly because I watched Girls Trip a second time and couldn't stomach it because I'm just like, good Lord, this is overkill. Like, oh my God, it was not a good second watch. Yeah. And I'm like, you are playing not just yourself because I think I read a few articles as well on her performance last night and a lot of people said ah she was best playing herself and I'm like yes because she's not really acting so much she's playing herself and now has picked certain things about that and have exaggerated it so much and that's all we're getting like Tiffany you watching you do not have to do the nay nay every time you come out to introduce yourself you do not have to ha ha you, like you are pretty you are and she gorgeous. is smart and you can Tiffany tell she's is, smart you can tell she's you smart you can tell she's smart and i don't like that she's dumbing herself down yes. as a woman yes as a black woman right. um and as somebody you know who's in the contention to be you know uh the revolution's next top baby mama i mean i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i laugh because it's very probable we were rooting for you <laughs> Back after this break, Chesney, uh, what story are we coming back? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, there was a uh, the Shade Room posted a video of a young black girl who was talking about just her skin tone oh, and, and yeah. not feeling pretty. And we're going to talk about colorism, feeling pretty, light skin, dark skin. We're going to we're going to talk oh, about it all. Are we still talking about that? Uh, yeah. Talk about good or bad hair, whether you're dark or you're fair. Go on and swear, see if I can. Good about hair. We'll be right back out of this. <laughs> when you're darker than. 
y'all welcome back to the sunday edition so we just watched that video of that young uh lady talking about how she really felt about herself um, her skin tone listen that video hit me hard yeah as a brown skin dark skin whatever you want to want to <laughs> label my particular skin tone yeah. uh, because i you know, I, it made me go, you know, there are lots of young girls who feel like this about themselves. I know personally, you know, growing up, uh, I didn't particularly feel pretty. Like, I don't think I ever remembered anyone ever refer to me as such uh, okay. at that age. Um, you know, it, 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 I don't think I would have ever said it out loud to say I'm not pretty because I'm not light skinned, but I certainly did not feel that way yeah um you know and, and i can even remember uh right around age 20 when i decided to go natural um and seeing how different i looked with big hair curly hair like you know and seeing just how it really changed how i looked and how i did feel gorgeous after that and rem i remember saying to myself i will never go back to trying to fit european beauty standards because this really accents how I look and making me feel unique and beautiful because light-skinned girls can get away with straighter hair fitting European beauty standards and that's pretty over there but over here this is this is this is gorgeous over here I like so I, I really kind of did identify with this girl uh, because you know knowing that people don't really use the word pretty when you have brown or dark skin okay was there a longer video was there something longer about this or this is just a snippet like because I, I didn't yeah see I, the... I, I could didn't find a longer video and the okay. only reason I even knew about this video is because Dan Danielle Brooks is that her yeah. name Danielle yes. Brooks is that your other girlfriend you yes yeah. oh my god yes <laughs> Ooh, tasty tasty from Orange, from Orange, Orange Blue Black. Black. oh my god I listen <laughs> I will taste that tea okay Lord have mercy. Yes, she posted a video herself um, on her uh, Instagram yes. saying that she sees this girl. I see you. I know this girl because I was this girl, you know, because Daniel has dark skin. It's very gorgeous, dark skin. And she talked about how she did not feel pretty young because of her dark skin. Do we have that clip? We do have that clip. Let's run that clip. Run that? Yeah, run that. Hey y'all, Danielle Brooks here. Uh, I just wanted to respond to the video that The Shade Room just put up about the young dark-skinned girl talking about how she felt about her skin and um, colorism and all of that. Uh, first of all, I want to commend the girls in the video who <clears throat> uh, supported her. Um, I think that's very important. But also, I want to speak to that young girl. I see you. I see you. I have been you, um, sometimes I am you, and uh, I just want you to know that um, I'm trying to be that representation for you because I know what it's like to feel unwanted and unloved because of your skin, to feel your self-esteem dwindle every day because of your skin. And finally, I have come to a point where I know I'm beautiful and can't nobody take that away from me. And I want you to know that too. Yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, like you could see her being emotional even in that video. Yeah, oh, and she was definitely emotional. talking about it, she, you know, because you're remembering those feelings of feeling lesser than for a 
skin tone, just not anything else, a skin tone, you know? So it, you know, it, it was, it was, it, I'm glad that she did that. You know, it was really that she, that someone of her stature who today, she's like, you can't tell me today that I'm not, you cannot tell me today that I'm not pretty. I'm not yes. gorgeous. See, she said that. And I'm like, yes, you can't tell me today. You cannot, yes. you know, but to, for her to say that to that girl, like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you are, you are gorgeous. And you need to hear that, that you are pretty. Okay, so let's uh, let let me say this. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna cut through some tree holes here. <laughs> cut through the tree holes. I'm right I'm Bob. gonna get some. I'm gonna say some stuff that won't be popular out there. Okay. But I'm gonna again hate mail to the revolution. Oh, send it. <laughs> I'm, who ain't told you that you that you ain't pretty? You know, uh, I I've mm, you know the answer. Who? You do not feel validated in the shared space. Uh-huh. You do not. I just was talking about this with, with uh, the, one of the producers that you're not feeling validated in the shared space mm-hmm. where on TV, it, you're not the one being said you're pretty and that you're the, you know, the most ideal face. You're, you're, you're not that if you're just in the shared space, which means white men and white men aren't validating you as 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 being pretty. You see other people being validated as pretty light skin um, who's you know. doing this like cut cut listen listen let's stop playing no. games here <laughs> i don't i'm not here to play games well, what's your answer that i don't no 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 i don't have an answer mm-hmm. i'm trying to understand who's like this young girl is mm-hmm. saying no one told me mm-hmm. that i was like who's not and you said you were in that space and nobody mm-hmm. so who is these give me these people that are not let's telling see. you that you're not pretty. You know, I don't think I felt that at home. Like, I don't think I felt that okay, even so in, in my own house. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think I felt that uh, really anywhere to be. I was always told that I was smart. I was never told that I was pretty. Right? Okay. But I'm so watching. So where are these places? Let's see. Home, church. Okay. okay. Uh, your own community. Okay. So, you, so school. So school. Let's name school. Yeah, school is okay, definitely Okay, so who, one. Was, who was the girls that was being liked? For you in school, who's the girls being like for you at school? Oh, let's see. Well, you know, I went to predominantly white schools. Yeah. In, in high school, you went to predominantly. Oh no, no, white my school? high school was was definitely uh, mostly HB- black. <laughs> An HBCU H- high school. H-S. <laughs> Sturdy black high school. Yes. <laughs> you went to funny. HBHS. That's funny. I went to one. E five E. Historically black high school. Okay, so in high school, who was these are the formative years. This girl is in her formative years. Let's cut through the tree hole. So her peers are not telling her and her by peers, it's some dude not telling her that he likes her. That it's some guy Mm. that that they want attention from that's not giving them attention. And I hate to say this, but it's like you know, like she's surrounded by what's funny is who's in there praising her. Now, let's talk about who was telling her that she was beautiful after that. Uh, it was a, a lot of light skinned girls. A lot room. of light skinned girls. Right. It was a lot. And so what she was saying is and like she I don't know, but it just felt like she was like nobody to like I hang around y'all and they always giving y'all attention. Don't and, nobody yes. give me. And attention. that is so true. They, so even as a kid, when you're out with your, your girlfriends, yeah. even in high school yeah. and you're like, Everybody always flocks to to these girls. Like no mm-hmm. one ever comes and says anything to me. 
you know, and, and so you're like, well, it must it it must be because you know they're light skinned and it keeps happening over and over and over yeah. again. You know, so and, and and to be quite honest, I don't think any of my lighter skins, white or anything, ever said that. You know, I wasn't pretty. Like I, you know, and I think that was echoed even in that video where the light skinned girls are like, "What? Like, what? You are pretty. Like, what? Are, what are you talking about?" And it, but it's not reinforced at all from. Men like it's here. That's you know, so hold on. Uh, Dion Sims on Facebook Mm -hmm. says, I think it starts at home. I'm dark skinned, and my father told me I was pretty, and I believe him. No one could tell me anything different. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. J. Cole, it's a false narrative created by those most threatened by dark beauty. Dark skinned women are the most beautiful women in the world. I listen, I tend to agree. Here's what I want to say. So I kind of want to move off this little girl. I don't want to go in and make it seem like I'm targeting her. I'm targeting colorism. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem that I have Mm -hmm. with colorism. Mm -hmm. Blacks, Latinos, everybody, all the minorities who are really the global majority want white people to accept us for who and how we are. Yet and still, we can't see dark-skinned Latinos Mm -hmm. on Telemundo on Univision, right. we can't see right. dark-skinned Indians in Bollywood movies. Right. You don't see the dark-skinned Korean K-pop stars. Mm-mm. Y'all all run to go get the lighter, fair-skinned yes. variety of yes. your culture, yes. of your ethnicity. Yes. Y'all all do it. Mm-hmm. Y'all all do it. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about about colorism? Like you can't even stop in your own community hating people for their skin complexion. So why do you expect white people (laughs) are going to do it and Mm -hmm. you can't? Mm -hmm. Listen, that's real. That's so real. Like, why are we, it's like we talking about, I'm so tired of black people out there. I was like, it's 2017 and white people, no, it's 2017 and there is a little girl Mm -hmm. who feels that she is unattractive based in her community, in her her space, in her space. Based off the color of her skin. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. But what's more ridiculous is mm-hmm. this is what's always been problematic to me. And I'm going to say it. Uh-oh. We always want to exclude the black male perspective of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because you all know uh, that the Chris Browns was always going to get played. The Bobby Browns, if Bobby mm-hmm. Brown wasn't a celebrity, <laughs> listen, listen, you mother, listen, y'all are liars. Yes, yes. You, listen, I went to school with girls who literally said, I want a light skin or Puerto Rican so I can, my baby can have good hair. I want, I want a light skin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got good hair. And they would stop and they would think about it and, and it would cause... because what you want to say is you just want lighter you don't want no one that looks like you you want to feel special you want to feel chosen 
that that the one the most acceptable came to you to get mm-hmm. you. You don't want the thing that looks just mm-hmm. like you choosing mm-hmm. you. You want to feel special, mm-hmm. and that's a whole bunch of people's problems. I was gonna say that's the that's a huge part of this problem here that you want to feel special. You don't want anyone that looks like you as, cl- as far as you can get to looking more white and fair. That listen and a whole bunch of stuff like why why don't women take that chubby brown skin dude that's hollering at y'all don't want him. The dude that's mm-hmm. going to go somewhere, that's going to mm-hmm. get a decent job, that's going to love you. Y'all going to have a beautiful baby. He's going to take y'all on trip. Y'all don't want that dude. Mm-hmm. Y'all still want the, mm-hmm. you don't want, the, and it's a problem all the way across the board. You don't want the 5'7", you don't want the 5'8", mm-hmm. you don't want the brown skin, mm-hmm. you don't want the little chubby thick neck nigga. You don't want him, you want mm-hmm. the 6'1", you want mm-hmm. the 6'2", mm-hmm. you want the lighter complexion, you want mm-hmm. the straighter hair, you want the curlier hair. You want exotic in your own people yes. like it is so crazy and when i tell you i saw that and i'm gonna be honest with you i'll say black people are doomed yikes doom it's the 21st yikes. century and instead of creating a utopia within our space mm-hmm. we're still talking about i'm not pretty because of my complexion like Come on, fam. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many dark-skinned women I tried to holler at did not holler at me? But you mm-hmm. know, I got a reputation of only dating light-skinned women. <laughs> no, I have a reputation. They used to call me, I'm not making this up. They used to call me the king of the high yellow hussies. That was my nickname, Terrible. king of the high yellow hussies. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because the, one, the women that was my complexion or darker didn't, didn't want, want me. Right. You know who wanted me? Floyd skin girls. High yellow huzzies. Because again, still in that dynamic of that's wanting the opposite, the opposite for some what whatever reason internalizing negativity of what we personally look like and wanting the opposite. I listen. I personally couldn't did not date couldn't get date dark skinned dudes. Okay, like they, uh, it was always lighter skinned guys. One moment uh, on Facebook, we have a gentleman William T. McKenzie mm-hmm. said. So you're saying light skin always had golden key? Wrong. I don't. I don't remember. What golden key? I don't. That? I don't remember saying that. I don't think that was. Mm-mm, I don't think. I don't think that was the that. point uh-uh. of. I mean, maybe if you if you could flesh out your comment a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, I I would definitely like to approach it. And to give you my honest answer to that, uh, but no, I never said that, and I don't think that. But I'm sorry to say this: there is some light skin privileges. I mean, period, point blank. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now the thing is, is let's be let's be even more clear with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. let's be even more clear. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. There is attractive privilege. Yes, and there is. Let's be real. It's that, I went to school with true. a dark skinned girl. I'm not gonna say her name. She was an it girl. Mm-hmm. She she was she was the queen bee of my school. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even the prettiest girl. Mm-hmm. She was it. Her parents had a little bread. Mm-hmm. She had that. Listen, she had that long hair. She had a <laughs> banging body, and she wasn't unattractive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she was an it girl. Now, the woman I was with, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my girl was uh, named most attractive of our class senior year. Ah. And she was brown. You know what I mean? She was brown. She was she was gorgeous. You know, so I don't know whether it's a regional thing. I don't I don't know where this is happening at for most people. Mm-hmm. But I feel real bad that this is 2017. We're still talking about the color of our skin and who gets what. Like mm-hmm. he's saying, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what up? 
What up, BB? Who's that? My best friend, BB. Growing up, that's my that's my best friend, BB, right there. He's watching us on Facebook. Um, you know that we're still talking about this. Like yes. BB, th- th- let me yes. say something. He's here, so I'm gonna say this. BB is definitely a dark skinned brother, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. BB had all the girls. BB was the cleanest. Let me say this. But see, yet again, though, he was attractive. Mm-hmm. Brother had all the latest cologne. <laughs> he had the flyest. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Sorry. Listen. The latest cologne. Listen, BB was like, BB had, listen. <laughs> BB had a Coogee sweater in like the sixth grade, man. Like, he was like, dang, man. This, it was a real cool, like, BB was fly and got all, mm-hmm. it didn't matter what the girl looked like. Mm-hmm. BB got her. You know what I mean? And so, like, what does that mean? I don't know. But, like, go, like, why are we wanting who doesn't want you? And that's the truth. Go, yes. go to the people. Yes. And, like, we're talking about in the spaces. Like, if you, we have to go to the shared spaces, act accordingly. And, no, not everybody in the shared space is going to like that's you. That's right. That's right. They're not, they're not that's here right. to like you. There are some women that think I am a 10. Mm-hmm. There's very few of them. And there's a whole bunch of women that think I'm a zero. A whole lot of them. A whole lot of them. Oh, let's talk about colorism from From that perspective. From that perspective, because another picture has surfaced of Sammy Sosa, um, and he has gone even whiter. So the picture you guys see shows original, the mid, and and now, and going, good lord. And I actually, in Googling those images, saw a picture of him. He was still playing ball. And he was very young, and he was so handsome. Like yeah. he was, he was handsome. Yeah. And to think that why would you do this to yourself? And like it's because, particularly, I wouldn't even say particularly in that culture. But please don't. You know, I don't want them to come. For you. <laughs> please don't come for me. Yeah. Uh, but where you are like, no, lighter is better. I want, yes. I want to be this color because they are treated differently. There's a privilege somewhere, or I just, I do not like how I'm treated with this darker skin. I want to be over here. It, it's so bad that here's what's funny: in the islands, in the Caribbean, and in Africa, they have a bleaching epidemic. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So these are the people on the mainland, mm-hmm. you know, especially in continental mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. They're in the motherland, and they themselves don't want to be dark-skinned. Like, what? I thought that should have been us, but you all yeah. in your own spaces, in your and own you space. want, like, what does that tell you? It tells you how far-reaching yes. colorism, colonialism yes, is. can seep into mm-hmm. your existence. Yes. I. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any any other thoughts or comments about that? Because I think we can go on all day. But mm-hmm. I do want to tell people, man, just go after the people that want to, that want you, man. Be in a space that 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 wants and appreciates you. When you get out into the shared spaces, mm-hmm. act accordingly. That's right. That's right. Act accordingly, and know that everyone in that shared space isn't here for you. They're not. They don't have to like you. Right, and stay away from the people who are looking for the exotic. Like, that's a superficial (laughs) thing that you should probably want to stay away from in the first place and pay attention to those who are into you. Yeah, pay attention. As friends, like, attraction, the Mm -hmm. law of attraction, like, don't push those people away, guys and girls who like Mm -hmm. you. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you go, oh, well, they're not the ones that look like what I see as beauty on TV Mm -hmm. or the boy or girl that my friend has. 
I'm, I'm still going to date them because they like me and let me find out who they are as a person. And I want to say this. Women have it just as bad. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it just as bad. Let's don't don't come at the guys and say all they want is high yellow. Girls want the same thing. It is a problem across, across the board, across gender it's lines. Across the board. It, there is a very clear intersection mm-hmm. of colorism within the community. Yes. It is not no the, 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 the male population does not have to own it. Mm-hmm. The female population right. does not the it's across, it the, across board. the board. It's and the board. I don't know. If anyone else out there who else has something to say? Uh <laughs> he said my brother has come a long way. Shut up, BB. <laughs> uh Jason Jason Atkins, exotic is the richness of one's personality. Not skin thank you. Very not good skin comment. it absolutely jason it, that's what makes you excited like ooh, you different mm-hmm. you read books <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> you likes to read ooh, i just got moist <laughs> that's what a woman should say to you <laughs> that is true <laughs> that's what a, a real woman should say but i mean everyone listen that's a whole other, we that's might a, have yeah, to come back to it. Like, you use punctuation in your text messages? Oh my God, I'm sorry. So you double spaced? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Colons and semicolons. Oh! Wait! Ha! Huh. Ha! Huh. Uh, yeah, we could talk about this. We could talk about it all day. You all, thank you so much. Did you have a good time? I had a great time on this episode. Yeah, I, I did too. I did. I did. Okay, I'm well, glad y'all stuck around too. We love I'm, y'all. Yeah, thank y'all for all the great comments today. Uh, Miss Dion, Jason, Derek, uh, let's see here. James Wright, he was watching. Josh Cohen commented. Um, who else? Janelle Casile. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Christine Preston, thank you all yes, for watching. Come back and see us tonight yes. if you're into The Walking Dead. Yes. The Reggie Mathis hosts We the Dead, our premier pregame show for yes. The Walking Dead yes. here tonight at what time? Uh, 8.30. 8.30 Eastern Standard Time here on the Fifth Column Network. And check in with us Mondays for Prime News around 7. Y'all know we people of color and People don't know how to <laughs> get things done on time to get ready for broadcast. I don't care. I will throw your black <laughs> under a bus. Room, room. I am the revolution. This is Chesonay. We are FCN. You have been watching the Sunday edition. We the five. <laughs>